All right. Welcome to A Lively Old Man. It's been a few days since my last show. A lot of stuff has happened after the domestic terrorist attack on our capital. Since I discussed my thoughts on the incident last show, I'm going to keep the political vibe going for the first part of this episode. I would like to congratulate Georgia for turning the Senate seats blue. It's a step in the right direction, in my opinion. John Ossoff defeated David Perdue, and Raphael Warnock took down Kelly Loeffler, which flips the Senate in our nation's capital from a red, which is a Republican majority, to a blue, which is a Democrat majority. It also drops Mitch McConnell to the minority leader and puts Chuck Schumer into the Senate majority leader position. With the Democrats controlling both the House and Senate, plus the presidency, there should be no reason that they can't get the things they feel are important on the front burner and enacted. No reason at all, other than they're rich and they don't want us to share. This also means, though, that they can't blame anyone but themselves if they can't get the many issues we face moving in a positive direction. Let's get the COVID issue in better control and moving America toward what is a more normal life for millions of people. But we, being the progressives, are not wanting to go back to where we were. Where we were before COVID was not working. New ideas need to be discussed and put into action. Progressive ideas. There are too, too many ideas and things we need to work on for me to get into right now. Let's just say, get away from the same old thing. This is your chance to prove something, Dems. Let's see what you got. Oh, and let's not forget, by the way, speaking of Georgia here a second ago, thank you to Stacey Abrams for everything she did for helping Georgia realize we need to move out of, what, well, I don't know, 1855. Okay, so it's been a couple days since the Capitol Domestic Terrorist Act happened. People who were part of it posted their faces all over social media, proud of what they were doing. First of all, they're being stupid. But second of all, dumbasses. Pictures, social media, so we all can see you. Now the authorities are able to easily track them down and arrest the criminals. And today I've been seeing on social media how some of them are trying to fly out of Washington and head back home, and they are on the no-fly list, and they're all pissed off and crying. Grown man crying because, hey, I fucked up and you caught me. Did I say they were dumbasses? Where's Red Foreman when you need him? Huh? Foot in the ass, all right? Well, predictably now, since they got busted, the right has been claiming Antifa was the reason for all that happened. Seems to be the go-to for the far right right now. Blame someone else for your dumbassery. How long before these people, who are still trying to give a good reason for the defiling of our capital, realize that they've been duped by their big orange leader? Unfortunately. Many people will never admit to being conned by a captain con man. They'll keep using excuse after excuse and push the blame off to anyone else. 
Seriously, it's never their fault. It's always somebody else's. Own it. Admit your mistake. Learn from it and try to move forward in a positive manner for all of us. I'm sure many of these people have taught their kids that, hey, when you fuck up, say, hey, I fucked up and I'm going to fix it. Well, now's the time for you to do what you've been telling your kids to do. Quit thinking that I've got mine. And if you don't have what you need, that's your fucking problem. Because that's not how we as society and as a country need to be working. We need to be making sure everybody is doing better than they were doing before COVID. They don't seem to care about others at all. Just their own circle of friends and family. If you're not like us, then you're wrong. I'm sorry. That's not the way to be thinking. That's a hundred years ago. And when you saw the photos online of the uh, hangman's noose and everything and hearing what they said they were going to do, they are so far behind most of the rest of us. Grow up. I'm so tired of these people not taking responsibility for their actions. It's pitiful. Staying on the uh, politics scene, I was talking to a friend at work uh, about the two weeks we just had off for the holidays. He asked me how New Year's Eve went. I filled him on our family evening and the booze that we consumed, which was quite a bit. He said he and his wife had a bottle of champagne that they were planning to break out, which they'd been saving. They both decided that that bottle would be saved for January 20th, 2021. I looked at him, took me a minute to realize the significance of that particular date. He waited me for me to process it, which I did. Then I looked at him and smiled. He said that that was the much better reason to celebrate than New Year's. Trump is officially out. Another guy here at work is patiently waiting to collect on his bet. A Trumper had said after the election that it would be overturned and Trump would still be the president of the United States. He had inside information. He was willing to make a bet of $1,000. I told the guy, make the bet, but be sure that the Trumper brought in his cash and you too and have a third party hold it for them, because I believe that the Trump supporter would back out, probably some conspiracy bullshit that he would claim. We'll see what happens, the 20th isn't here yet, but it's coming soon and things aren't looking good for Trump. So after the people stormed the Capitol building the other day, they're gonna need a lawyer, right? How about Rudy Giuliani? He did such a great job for Trump, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. I heard he might be getting disbarred. It is easier to fool someone than it is to get them to realize they've been fooled. Ego. Work on your ego. Well, I guess that'll be up enough for politics. I'm going to move on to something else. Change the whole vibe of this. I'm going back to my music, which, as you've listened to before, I love. So I bought a 2021 Dodge Ram a few months back. 1500 E-Torque comes with one year Sirius. And Sirius Station, one of them, I, I programmed several of them that look, were obviously I'd like this, I'd like that. So I programmed them in. Went back the other day and started looking at some of the other stations I wasn't so sure about. Came across one called Rock Bar. It's got old rock, 
which I grew up with and still listen to. And it's got newer rock, which I know some of, but don't know all of it. Uh, many of the bands that I've heard of, but haven't really heard their stuff. So on this uh, station, they will play like some old Fleetwood Mac. Mm -hmm. Next thing I know, they've got Foo Fighters going, or they've got Avenged Sevenfold, or, you know, they're moving on to something newer. Then back they go to Steve Miller. So I've been enjoying the hell out of that. Uh, it just, it's giving me more newer rock music to listen to and find out about for my later enjoyment. I've added seven or eight new songs to my playlist now because of it. Um, very interesting. Um, I'm enjoying it a lot. I found a few that I'm like, yeah, but it's good. Quite often after I get home from work, music goes on. I just turn on my playlist and get stuff done around the house. Damon, our son who still lives with us, who just turned 21, will come downstairs for whatever reason. Usually food's the main reason. I can hear him softly singing to the songs that I've got going. Makes me smile big. I know I've influenced Damon and Tyler with my music being played, sometimes very loudly. I've chased Tyler to other rooms because I get boisterous sometimes, singing, loud music, dancing, you know, just smiling, having fun. So we're still on the thing of music here, and I wanna say that a lot of my life's memories are intertwined with music in some way, it seems. And I'm sure I'll talk about this more than once, something like this anyway. I remember way back in third or fourth grade, my mom would take us to Pizza Hut occasionally. So third or fourth grade for me would be like mid seventies, somewhere in the mid seventies, if I'm thinking correctly anyway. Not real often did she take us because money was hard to find back then, but we would go probably once a month, I think. I mean, that was a long time ago, so I could be remembering that wrong, but all right. But every so often we get to go out for pizza. I would always ask for change to play the jukebox that was there. Back there, there wasn't video games. There was not nothing like that. So there was a jukebox. Or there was your little candy machines as you walk in and out the doors. But there was a song by a band called America. The song was called A Horse With No Name. I always made that one of my three choices. I remember asking my mom, why is this guy in the song have a horse with no name? How could he how hard would it be to give a horse a name, right? I knew all the words to the song, but I could not understand why the horse didn't have a name. Now, the naivety of youth, I just, you know, like I said, third or fourth grade. What about you? Do you have a song or songs that bring you back to another time of your life? Does it make you smile? Because it does often for me. Most of my memories involve, involving music make me smile very much. Today, I still, same type of thing, music, smile, laughter, good feelings. So while I'm on the subject of music, Kenny Wayne Shepherd releases a new live album, like I think just the other day or very soon anyway. I love me some Kenny Wayne Shepherd. Looking forward to hearing this. I've never seen him live yet. Had a chance once, he was opening up for uh, Van Halen when they had a reunion tour before Eddie died, obviously. And we already happened to have a week scheduled to go somewhere else for camping for the weeks. And I couldn't come back and do that. So I missed it. I've seen over a hundred bands live, but not him yet. Hopefully I can this year or next. Hopefully we can get back to live concerts sometime soon. I am really, really, really missing 
live music. The last time I saw a show was Gary Clark Jr. And much like Eddie Van Halen, I love Gary Clark Jr.'s guitar playing. Kenny Wayne Shepherd, the same guitar playing. Guitar playing seems to stick with me. I took a friend Kurt with me. We ran across other people that we knew at the show. Pam found her, did not expect to see her at all. Um, and she may be making a guest appearance on this show at some point soon. And a guy, Jeff, from work, which I had heard ahead of time that he was going to be there, him and his wife. But we saw them both, hung out with Pam for a while, uh, sat and uh, talked to Jeff for a little bit, had a couple of drinks. It was good. Enjoyable time. Uh, if you got a chance to see Gary Clark Jr., I would very much recommend it. Um, I had tickets to two other shows in 2020 with the intent of buying two more tickets to a third show before everything got shut down and canceled because of COVID. Um, so yeah, I had three shows, two of them were actually Labor Day weekend. The other one wasn't, but I'm used to seeing at least one live show a year, but more than that, if possible. But another band that I enjoy and have seen live, the Foo Fighters has put out a new album as well. Very much looking forward to hearing that. Dave Grohl to me, the Foo Fighters lead singer, songwriter, etc used to be a drummer for Nirvana, is a rock god. Nothing more needs to be said. He is the face of rock right now, in my opinion. He does everything he can to show his appreciation for classic rock and all their artists as well. Well, that's my spew for today. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. Thank you for listening. And peace. I'm out.